0: Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I'm here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. the Birth Prep Podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me. He's been at every single one of my births, the daddy of all five of my babies, and my favorite best friend ever, Matt Minaberry. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I'm so excited for our chat. <laughs> we basically want to have a little chat about our birth partner dynamic in our birth situations. I think it's important to talk about. We kind of sucked at first, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: we sucked. So we want you to learn from our mistakes because there's no practice round for this stuff. I think it's incredibly important to be having conversations with your partner and be setting expectations of how you want to be supported that day. Um, And I'm sure you would agree as well. It's better to be on the same page, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) So we're just gonna have a quick little chat about our experience and what how we kind of do things, just to give you some ideas and see how that goes. You ready?
1: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: Let's go. We're going to start out with our first baby. So with our first baby, we labored at home for most of the day. We woke up at like nine-ish and contractions started right out the gate, and we went to the hospital around five, and that was quite the day. Went by really fast.
1: So fast. So super fast. fast.
0: <laughs> we were... Um, when I was having a contraction I would want to be on my yoga ball and then we would walk around the neighborhood between contractions and then as the contractions got closer and closer together we had to shorten our walk
1: yeah we kept cutting through yards
0: yeah <laughs> it was a fun time um, how are you feeling when we went to the hospital
1: excited yeah. uh, a little nervous I wanted was I mean I did call everybody yeah Told them to show up.
0: Mistake number one. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was interesting. I remember being just like, oh my gosh, get me there fast, please. We were like 20 minutes from the hospital, so I had probably four or five contractions in the car, and that was tough. I remember like hugging my pillow for dear life. So we got to the hospital, got checked in, all the things, um, got back into a room, and we had visitors because you called everybody. my bad (laughs) (laughs) that was not fun um we didn't do that that way again that was really awkward
1: yeah well i had never seen people come in the room before the baby was born
0: yeah i think i think we just had no clue what we were doing (laughs) and like your grandpa was in the room that was weird and i love him but he like i was naked and all the things not like butt naked but i had like a hospital gown on and like really getting painful at that point as soon as we got there they hooked me up to pitocin which i didn't know what that was and they were like oh we have to and then they came in broke my waters a little after that both of our moms ended up staying and it was just supposed to be the two of us do you remember that
1: yeah yeah because we took all the classes and we thought we were prepared and all the things we were not
0: I don't know how they ended up staying. I think they just didn't leave.
1: (laughs) My grandparents left and they told my mom to stay.
0: Okay. I don't... I guess my mom stayed because your mom stayed then, probably. Probably. But in hindsight, I think it was for the better, right?
1: Yeah, it was definitely more helpful than not.
0: Yeah, I think so. It was really awkward because I had only met your mom like three times, if that, at that point
1: that makes sense
0: yeah it was really awkward for me i felt like there was a stranger in my room and not like a stranger like a doctor or a nurse that like i'm never gonna see again but like a stranger that i'm going to be you know a part of her life forever (laughs) or for whoever lives longer right um and it was just it was really awkward for me and i definitely think it affected me that day but i was also in hindsight glad that our moms did stay because you had support from your mom and i had support from mine I think she tried her best to support the both of us um and at one point i wasn't progressing i was kind of freaking out I was like borderline hyperventilating from my what i remember which isn't much because that was a rough rough time um but i remember there was talk of c-section right
1: there was um the nurse called me in the hallway hand me the phone said it's for you uh my aunt was the head nurse up to a month prior And she was on the phone, the hospital phone for me, saying that if you didn't progress faster, they were going to give you a C-section, that you needed to calm down. Yeah. So I came in the room and as nicely as possible told you to calm down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably wasn't great. I don't really remember that, but I'm sure... And then my mom figured out what was happening, right? Yeah. And then she kind of was like okay Matt you have to like help her get back on track (laughs) I think she tried to really coach you to coach me which I thought was nice and I'm like I say it all the time I'm like thank God she was in their room that day because I probably would have ended up with a c-section you didn't know what to do which is fine we we didn't know what to do you know we were just so unprepared we thought we were prepared we went to the hospital birthing class and did all the things asked all the questions throughout our prenatal journey and we just were not equipped with the things that you actually need to learn about the birth situation.
1: I remember sitting down between doctor's visits with a notepad and we would ask each other what's any questions we needed for the next visit. Yeah. So I know we were preparing ourselves.
0: We were. We thought we were. We thought we were preparing the right things and that's the thing like you don't know what questions to ask if you don't know. So you can only get there's not like there was any education at those appointments which it's not their job to educate which is a big reason why I do this, because we're not taught the things we need to know. So my whole birth plan was to have a vaginal birth and to avoid an epidural, and I did that. It was really hard. It was a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be, and it was just very eye-opening. I felt very defeated afterwards. How did you feel?
1: I mean, I wasn't as bad as you, because obviously I wasn't giving birth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but with your blinding pain that you had, I was bent over the bed the whole time, so my back was, was pretty shot the next couple of days.
0: Okay, but how did you feel? <laughs> sore. <I> felt sore. <laughs> <I> felt sore. <laughs> Physically, how did you feel mentally?
1: Um, no, I was great mentally because at the end of it, I had a little baby girl that I was holding and
0: Yeah, that was worth it. Definitely yeah. worth it all. Definitely didn't enjoy the birth experience. I, w- I remember one of my first thoughts was how am I ever going to do this again? And I knew we wanted several kids. And it just felt very defeated. So when I went into the second birth experience, I was far more terrified than I was the first time. And I don't know if you remember that or not, but I was so scared because I knew what to expect. I always relate it to a roller coaster and not everybody will relate to this because some people like roller coasters, like my crazy husband. But I, you can get me on a roller coaster exactly one time. And only if I can't see the roller coaster, (laughs) like the ones that are in the buildings, like Space Mountain and like... What's the other one? Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah. Like, those ones I have ridden exactly one time, and afterwards, I know what to expect, and you will never convince me to get back on it again. So, same kind of situation. I was so scared, and I just remember going in with all my birth trauma and all the things, and I was just like, all right, let's create an exactly the same experience, kind of. And that birth was tough. I was sick. That was hard.
1: Yeah. It was also an induction.
0: It was an induction, yeah. So,
1: we got there at like five in the morning.
0: That was fun. It was exciting. Yeah. Is that the one where you documented everything or was that with uh, Amelia?
1: I don't remember. I don't remember either. He We've like snapchatted everything. I know. It's oh, incredible. that was, that was Amelia.
0: Was it? Okay. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> I look back on those sometimes. They're cute. Um, so we get there We had a lot of downtime before things got tough.
1: Yeah, that's why I tell people to bring games. We played a lot of Uno.
0: We played a lot of Uno. I brought the iPad. I was playing a game on the iPad, and I was, like, obsessed with it. So I'm a gamer person. Um, I remember playing that. I remember we did have visitors in and out a little bit before things got tough. Um, Mom was there. I remember because I got my IV pain medication. And you guys were making fun of me.
1: Yeah, your mom was there. Because I got she was the only one there.
0: I got loopy for a minute, and it was made me sad. You guys made me cry. Do you remember that? <laughs> Probably not. I was so sad. Don't make your don't make your pregnant wife cry. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I was on drugs, so whatever. But we, you know, things got tough, right? And it was. It was not fun again i had that huge sinus situation so i couldn't breathe i could barely hear because of how much pressure was in my head i had the oxygen mask i was on hands and knees in the bed and transition was tough i progressed pretty quickly though i went from six to ten centimeters in an hour so it was once things finally ramped up and things got going i did go pretty quickly at the end yeah i kept asking what time it was Like my saving grace And at one point my mom was like it's 420 And I said lit (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah
1: it's when you were on all the drugs
0: No it wasn't when I was on all the drugs I was just a loser It's fine I was trying to be funny I was trying to lighten the mood It was really tough And then a couple I don't know It felt like seconds later I was like oh okay either I'm going to poop all over this bed Or the baby's coming Do you remember that?
1: Yes And they totally prepared for poop Yeah, but then you, every time you went to push, you only got, like, half a breath out.
0: Yeah, because I couldn't breathe. (laughs) Yeah. It was tough. And then he had shoulder dystocia. And he was born at 427, so it wasn't long. Yeah. Between me asking what time it was and me saying I was going to push the baby out, them getting the doctor, canceling the laughing gas that they had ordered. It was hard. I would remember it was really hard at that point. They wouldn't give me any more IV pain medication because I had already had a dose a couple hours before, and they, it was too late to get more. So, yeah, that was that was not fun. <laughs> it was tough, but we did it. And then, like the crazy people we are, we got pregnant again nine months later.
1: <laughs> I don't know what this we business. Is. How
0: quickly we forget! This man is begging me for another baby, y'all. Don't even don't even try to blame that on me. Get out of here. That was a mutual agreement. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We were trying. And I was excited about her. That was a fun pregnancy. And I remember when we went in to have her, we had another induction that time. So we knew what to expect. We knew all the things. And when we got there, we got all checked in, got all hooked up to the Pitocin, all the things. And one of the nurses, do you remember that? She was like, oh, you'll have your baby before I wake up from my nap. She was leaving. At 7, at shift change. And I was like, oh, you know, she gets up at noon or something. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to have this baby before noon. And that was like five hours before, you know, after I was hooked up to everything. And sure enough, she was right. It was very quick. I felt like we handled things a lot better. Right?
1: Yeah, I think we knew what to expect more.
0: You were helping me with all my labor positions. Um,
1: That was the one where you went in the bathroom and you accidentally pulled the cord. And I had the SWAT team of nurses come barging <laughs> in, yelling at me.
0: I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I was peeing, and then all of a sudden, there was, like, six people in the bathroom with me. I was like, oh, my gosh.
1: They <laughs> come like, busting in. Where is she? I'm like, in the bathroom.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that was a total accident. There was, like, a pull cord, and I was hang. I had so many cords hanging off of me, so I was like, I didn't even realize that I was touching a cord, because there was cords literally everywhere. Um, oh, I do not miss those days. Anyways, it was a quick induction. It was overall good, I thought. Other than they made me get on my back at the end. And that was like my revelation <laughs> to, oh wow, they actually don't care about me and they never have. And they've always cared more about their convenience and their paycheck and their risk aversement and all the things. And that was kind of like the turning point of, honestly, probably what led me to doing this work just like that moment there, and I just I finally realized it was like oh my gosh it all made sense in hindsight right in hindsight it's twenty twenty, um, but I just remember being so glad I remember thinking that that was as good as it was ever gonna get. Remember? Yeah, we like, it seemed easy. Yeah, we felt so satisfied with the whole experience. Little did I know <laughs> that I would literally never want to birth that way again. Um, so we had her right before. The whole world shut down. That was yeah. scary. Um, she was born the end of January, world shut down beginning of March. So, when we had our next baby, we got pregnant again about nine or 10 months later. And um, we didn't want to do the whole masks in the hospital induction experience that we had, you know, that was like our option at that point if we did things the way we had always done them. So we really started looking into some different alternatives. And I've always heard about home births. And, like, I had some people in my life that have had them in the past. Um, one of my aunts had home births. And then a, a dear family friend had a few home births, too. So, like, I knew they were a possibility. I just never thought that that was going to be for me. And looking into things, I was looking for a birth center is what I was looking for. And then there wasn't really one in our area. The closest one was a couple hours away. And I knew that that wasn't going to be feasible for us, especially having little kiddos and stuff. Like there wasn't a ton of time to do all the things. So we decided to look into home birth as an option. How were you feeling about that when I proposed that to you? <laughs>
1: um, I don't think I fully understood how it was. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize they had so much medical equipment. I didn't realize just how awesome
0: it was. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I I agree with you there. It was awesome. Um, I mean, the first one was definitely rough, but...
1: Well, I remember being at work, and you're going into your midwife appointment. Like, I guess we'll see how this goes. And then... Like imme- the consult? Yeah. And yeah. then immediately after you called me, I love her.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did love her. I still love her. <laughs> so,
1: from that point her. on, I kind of figured... I didn't really have a say, and it didn't matter, so...
0: Yeah, because everyone should be on the same page. Your page. Mama's page. (laughs) My page. Um, No, I think it's good to have discussions about things, but at the end of the day, it is Mama's choice, I think, because it's Mama's experience more so than yours, obviously.
1: Yeah, I was more nervous of, like, medical emergencies.
0: Yeah. And then you realized afterwards that... That wasn't an issue. She was prepared to help with most things. We also had a transfer plan, a loose one, but a transfer plan. We lived very close to the hospital, so it wasn't, like, a huge issue. I wasn't really nervous about that, but I guess I knew more than you. I knew that she would have all of those things, be equipped to do everything. That was the pregnancy that you didn't really get to come with me to appointments. You don't really get to anymore. We have so many children. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be we can drop the babies off at mom's really quick and go together and now it's like that's a lot (laughs) yeah um but yeah good experience that whole prenatal journey I think was really nice um it it sucked because I was throwing up the whole time remember that
1: yes yes that was the one that we tried to hide until Christmas (laughs) we also moved
0: we were, yeah, that was tough. We found out we were pregnant inside of the hotel room that we were staying in between houses. That was interesting. I was, yeah. I was going to start tracking my ovulation and I had a positive one that first day. I was like, no way. Cause I have to test several times throughout the day to get my peak. So when I got a bright positive, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. So I did a target pickup for pregnancy tests without telling you anything because I didn't know for sure, but I had a hunch. I was like, oh my gosh. So I had all the kids in the car with me, did the target pickup for pregnancy tests. The lady was like, she saw all the car seats in the car. I got like a nasty look. I was like, whatever. Um, and I went back to our home for the week or two weeks or so and took the pregnancy tests and sure as can be, they were nice and bright and Told you that night. I was trying to. Show yeah,
1: we had rearranged the entire room, the entire hotel suite, because uh, we were there for like two weeks, and that we were
0: get more kid friendly.
1: We were talking, and I are like, "Is that really something that you want?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think it is." And you just slid a pregnancy test over.
0: Oh yeah, because we were talking about. That's why I was starting to track my ovulation because we were talking about starting again or trying again, and. I didn't know how to tell him. I just, I was going to do some cute little way, but I was like, I just have to tell him. He needs to know. (laughs) So that was how we found out about him. Anyways, um, pregnancy was long and hard, but nice. I felt I felt decent despite throwing up all the time. Um, Definitely, the first few months were hell.
1: (laughs) You were big support. We were staying at your parents' house. Yeah, and they probably thought houses, it was the worst thing ever. And I was doing everything. Everything. On top of, like, going to work and stuff. And I remember your mom just being like, are you okay? And, like, I couldn't tell anybody anything.
0: Yeah, because I probably looked like the worst wife and mother on planet Earth. But I literally was trying to stay alive every second of every day. And we were trying to keep it a secret. We had this whole cute little Christmas thing planned to tell everybody on Christmas Day because it was so close. We spent Christmas there, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we didn't make it to Christmas, as far as telling my parents. had really like a week shot, yeah. Yeah, we told our parents, my parents, um, pretty much more parents, <laughs> um, and then we told everybody else on Christmas Day. We got to do our little plan for everybody else, but that was that was a tough. Oh, that was a tough time. <laughs> Thankfully, this last one wasn't like that. You had to do everything, so that was a nice support. I'm like, support extends f- way farther than just the delivery room. Excuse you, little baby. <laughs> um, so we didn't find out the gender with him.
1: No, no. that was rough.
0: That was interesting. I... I loved it and hated it at the same time.
1: I thought that would be more fun.
0: I did too. I did too. I'm like, oh, we're probably, well, it was supposed to be our last baby. It Remember was, that yes. <laughs> that was the first thing out of my mouth after I had him.
1: I can't wait to have another one. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then I just wanted one more. I wanted five. I was like, that would be such a great number. I love that number. I think it would be awesome. And he's like, well, I can't have an odd number.
1: Can't have an odd number.
0: So I said, well, I can't have six because my mom has six. I can't be tied with my mom. We can't have seven because, again, it's odd. odd." (laughs) So this man's like, oh, eight, no problem. So we went from four to eight real quick.
1: Well, your daughter wants us to have 12.
0: 12 yeah that i blame that on cheaper by the dozen we introduced her to that this last summer she's six she fell in love she watched it what probably at least a dozen times <laughs> <laughs> and number two and all the things which i love because i loved that movie when i was little not surprising because i have always wanted lots of babies i don't see us having 12 though
1: mm, I don't know. Mm,
0: we'll see we'll t- we take one one baby at a time eight is the plan they're named which i love i'm excited I know you want another one now, but I need a break. <laughs> I want a break. I don't need a break. I want one. I might need one. My body's probably like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> Hi, girly. Um, so we had that baby. It was awesome. You were definitely much more supportive during that experience. Yeah. I remember that whole... Thing.
1: Um, I remember you laboring on the, on the ball for a while, doing hip squeezes. Mm-hmm. Um... I remember you getting in the tub, and we hadn't talked about how that worked.
0: No, we hadn't. Um, I was excited for
1: it. So I was doing hip squeezes over the side of the tub, and again, my back was killing me. <laughs> and I said, "I'm just going to get in," and you said, "Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do."
0: I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I wasn't all there. Hi. Um,
1: I remember that day. We also had like. Matching colored shirts, which wasn't planned.
0: We did. We matched. We have some cute pics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a long experience because I went into labor the day before. Do you remember that? I was at work when I used to Yeah, go to the, the office, night before. The afternoon before. It was like two o'clock. And I had this like giant cramp. It was like a never ending contraction. And I was like walking around trying to like get it to stop. And I was like, what the heck is this? I was in the bathroom a few times, TMI, and it was. Not a fun time. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm like, I guess I'm not working today. So I packed up all my things and drove home. And basically, once I got home, my contractions had started. And then by nighttime, I was so tired. I was so over it. We had sent the kids off to mom and dad's. And I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah,
1: (laughs) we had put the the plastic down on the bed already.
0: Oh, yeah. We were like we were preparing the whole house. I said, I'm not
1: sleeping on that. So I went upstairs to the kids' room. I slept on their bed.
0: You did. I don't yeah. really remember that. You left me downstairs by myself. I did. Ugh! Don't nine, do that, ladies and gents.
1: <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning. The next morning, you're you're calling me to wake me up.
0: Oh On the you phone. Said,
1: yeah, you said the contraction started again. You want a Chick-fil-A? Wake oh, up. Oh
0: yeah, Chick-fil-A. We got Chick-fil-A breakfast. It was delicious and sweet tea. That's really what I wanted. I really just wanted the sweet tea. And my ice. You know me and my ice. That's a must. Get your woman ice chips, I promise. Um anyways. So that was a long day. So I woke up. Contractions kinda just like started right where they were the night before. Like I went to bed when they were like I was at the five one one rule the night before. And but I told my midwife, I'm like, I don't think this is it. I'm like, I'm gonna try to sleep. And I was expecting to sleep for like maybe maybe two hours, like a nap and then wake back up. I wasn't expecting to be able to sleep all night and I slept all night. And then I woke up and I was like, I got to the point where I was laying in bed and I was like, okay, I gotta get out of bed. This is too much. I need to move around because moving around helps me a lot. And I think it does for most people, labor positions, switching it up. Um, I remember we were still like preparing a few things in the house and I would stop on the dresser and would give me my hip squeezes. I would like lean on the wall. We had that big dresser thing out in the living room do you remember that yeah
1: we had just gotten that yeah
0: yeah it was like against the wall where we didn't was it entertainment it system? it was empty and yeah entertainment system thing and we had balloons strung
1: from your mom's birthday like yeah, two days two before
0: before we had hosted my mom's birthday dinner little surprise thing for her and there were balloons literally over the spot where we had picked for our birthing tub we had a folding table there <laughs> and then we just replaced it with a birthing tub um, so that was kind of cool, impromptu little cute birthing space.
1: I made you little signs with no cards and toothpicks.
0: Oh, yeah, you did. So supportive. They were cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cheering me on. Um, I think that was definitely the the time where I had felt the most supported. Um, this last time I didn't realize I was in labor, which we'll get to in a second. But <laughs> you were still supportive. Um, but, yeah, you. I mean, you were putting in work that day. Yeah. I felt like, yeah. I'm like, definitely doesn't feel helpless and useless. Like, that was a tough one. It was it was my first completely unmedicated birth experience. My first home birth. Um, my first you know. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was tough at points.
1: I've never felt useless during the like birthing process. Like in the delivery room. Yeah. I always feel useless afterwards when you're trying to breastfeed for the first couple times do you yeah because it's hard and there's literally nothing i can do to help you
0: yeah i mean there is a lot that you can do on like feed me fill my water bottle well yeah but i meant with like the actual like yeah breastfeeding breastfeeding part but if you do everything else then i do feel supported in that way i know you wish you could take away the pain and the stress and the crying and the yeah it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's but a lot in the actual
1: the living room. Like I've never felt useless or
0: yeah. No, I get that. Anything a lot of men do though because they're like, well, they're doing so much work. I'm like, you should also be doing work that day. <laughs> I'm like, you're not there to watch, right? Did you feel like you were ever there to just watch? No, no. <laughs> yeah. I did watch.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You I did. accidentally watched the first time, and then you had a to nurse watch tricked every me time. into it, and then I was like, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it is cool, isn't it? I, I love watching the videos. It, it also hurts me a little bit. <laughs> it hurts my lady bits to watch. Um, I don't know. This last time was nice. This last
1: time was awesome.
0: Yeah. We'll get to that in two seconds. Let's wrap it up on number four. So we had Baby in the living room. Crazy, crazy. Had him.
1: Went straight to our own bed.
0: That was so nice. Amazing. Amazing. Honestly, that, 10 that, out of 10. That Worth made the difference. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Getting to use my own shower and my own toilet and my own... Like, having everything at, like, arm's reach and all that stuff. Having my own stuff.
1: That was the first time I've ever seen the placenta.
0: Yeah, me too. <coughs> me too. She, she
1: took the time and, like, showed us all the different parts of it.
0: Which was awesome.
1: Um, I remember looking over and she's just, like, playing with it.
0: Yeah, she loves them. They're super awesome. I love them. Um, They're out in our freezer. We should, That's we when... should play with them. i was <laughs> just kidding.
1: That is when I learned, um, olive oil or coconut oil or some kind of, like... Oil. Oil. Yeah. For For the baby poop. Yeah. The first couple, you know, the first week, that black tar poop. Yeah. It doesn't stick to them. Matt's
0: favorite parenting hack. Olive oil on the tushy. Because Matt changes all the diapers. I use
1: coconut oil now.
0: Coconut oil. Yeah, well, we have coconut oil all over the house. We use that crap for everything. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, that was a good birth experience. How did you feel afterwards when he was out? We didn't know who he was quite yet. He didn't have a name yet.
1: He had a name. He had a name. He didn't have a We had a two names yet. picked
0: out. Did you know that I had to literally have a conversation with myself, especially since that was supposed to be our last one? And I was like, Taylor, you're not getting two babies at the end of this, because I had two names that I was very much attached to. And I had a hard time coming to terms with that.
1: Well, I remember he was supposed to be the last one. Yeah. And then that night that we had him, I was like, wow we could do this again.
0: We could. And we did. And we did. We sure did. And we're going to do it again. Um, but it was, well, God willing, obviously. Um, so it was when I, when he was born though, and he came out, I had him, like he came up to my chest and I was just like, you know, living in that exhale moment. It's like the exhale, like after baby's out and you're like, wow, I did it. Finally, it's over. (laughs) Um, and everyone was just waiting on me to announce the gender. <laughs> I was like, nobody knew. <laughs> I had um, a hunch. I had, like, mama's intuition, I think, because I knew I knew it was a boy.
1: I couldn't see. All I saw was you but couldn't see.
0: Yeah. So everyone was like, okay, like, <laughs> who is this baby? So I was like, oh, crap. Sorry. How did you feel when you found out?
1: I was happy. I was excited.
0: Yeah, we wanted a boy. Yeah. Stuck with our pattern. It did, yes. Yeah. We have girl, boy, girl, boy. No girl girl yeah was next right was next <laughs> um so that was fun that was a good experience i think i felt really supported during that time i felt like you didn't really leave my side much except like between contractions like you'd go run and do something if i needed there were no nurses or anything so yeah. that was interesting yeah but your
1: me. mom was here she did most of it
0: mom was here i always call her like the runner she just did whatever we needed her to Um, this last time she wasn't here for very long Mm -mm. before baby came. Um, so yeah, she was definitely runner. We needed towels and we needed snacks and we needed all the things. Yeah.
1: The we used every single towel in the house. Every
0: single towel in the house. And we have a lot of towels. We're a big family. (laughs) Everything was soaked. I was doing towel laundry for weeks. We didn't deal with that this last time. Mm -mm. That was nice. Um, yeah, we had the nicer tub. I was able to lean on the sides a little bit. And also I wasn't in it for very long. Um, so that leads us to this last time which we've already talked a lot about but this last time was otherworldly personally I know you don't go through the pain and the all the things but I felt like it was an entirely different experience than I've ever experienced in my whole life first she was 10 days quote unquote late that was interesting to navigate for me mindset wise
1: yeah, I just I just remember everybody, everybody. She's still pregnant.
0: It's so annoying. Don't say that to anybody. Yes, it's very perfectly normal to go past your due date. It's a guest date. It's not. It's not a hard line. Um. So yeah, that was interesting to navigate. I was just like, was so sick of everybody asking at that point, and really doubting like my capabilities a little bit. And thinking, okay, well, what am I going to do to get this baby out if it comes down to that? Because I was approaching the 42-week mark. And for those of you that that don't know, the risks of certain things do increase at that point. Not hugely, but it is important to reassess when risks change. Because you might want to make a different decision depending on what that looks like. So, I was getting a little nervous. And we were talking about induction, like natural induction methods and stuff. And then I remember... (laughs) sitting on the toilet scroll it was I sitting on the toilet no I think I was sitting at my desk then I went to the toilet I was sitting at my desk scrolling Instagram as one does not you you don't have Instagram but I was scrolling on Instagram and I was looking at this post I follow a lot of birthing accounts most of my stuff on my social media is those things and it was talking about like how um how how is it on our 35th birthday we're all of a sudden too old Or how about like, you know, all these different things that I fully like support, right? I'm like, yes, yes. I was like scrolling through the little carousel of posts and then it got to the end and it was like, how is it that at 40 weeks we're all of a sudden late? I was like, oh gosh darn. Like our body doesn't know what to do. I was like, oh man. And I agree with that, but I was in it and I was living it and it was totally different experience. Like I've coached moms on this before. I'm like, just trust your body. Just wait. Just be patient. Like, but when you're in it, that's a little difficult. And I remember being like, okay, fine. I won't do anything else to get this baby out. And then my waters broke a few minutes later. I didn't tell you. I was supposed to be leaving.
1: Yeah, you're going to go to the store and pick up some stuff.
0: I was going to get lights for my birth space. Twinkle lights at Hobby Lobby. (laughs) That was my plan. Um, That plan quickly ended when my waters broke. So I got up, I went to the bathroom, and then I know what it smells like. I knew exactly what it was. I was still a little bit in denial, even being 10 days late. I was like, there's no way. as my waters had never broken as the first sign of labor. So that was... Yeah,
1: you told me right away. You were sitting in your chair, and you're like, "Uh, my water just broke.
0: No, I went to the bathroom, and then I came back. I was sitting on a towel at that point. I just wanted to be sure if that was actually it. And I was like, I'll sit down for a minute and if I have a little gush, then I'll tell him. And that's what I told you. Mm. You didn't know. Cause you weren't in my brain, not a mind reader. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. I can't read your mind. Um, so that was interesting. And I was like, okay. So at that point I was texting back and forth with my, with my midwife, doing all the things. It was pretty low key though. I didn't really need your help that day. Not too much.
1: No, I just cleaned up around the house we were and got prepared.
0: I was chilling. I was sewing on the desk for a while. Once the kids left and everything was clean, then, you know, we just kind of relaxed and chilled. We had chicken wings. We did. We got chicken wings. I remember not wanting you to go very far, and that was close. And also, it sounded really good. <laughs> it was good.
1: It was very good. It was
0: very good. <laughs> So I was in labor. We ate some chicken wings. They were spicy and delicious, just how I like them. And then, then what happened? We were just hanging out for a little while, and you, then I went to the bathroom.
1: You went to the bathroom, and then you called me. Had a me,
0: contraction on the toilet. And
1: you were crying. You said that was the worst one I've had. It hurt so bad. Call her. I think something's wrong. It's
0: the only one that I really remember even being painful. It was very intense.
1: So I called. And I've never talked to her on the phone before. <laughs> I think I've met her like three times. Yeah. Um, she said, okay. And then we went out to the living room. You laid on the couch. I got you uh, a wet towel for your face. I turned on lullabies. You fell asleep. She And they started showing up one by one.
0: Yeah. I remember my internal situation. Hey, girly. I was, like, in and out of sleep at that point, and I was hearing everybody get there one by one. And I remember thinking that I wasn't even in labor and that I had called them way too soon based off of one contraction. I was like, how – why did you do that, first of all? And what did you think was going to happen if you bring in all these ladies here and you're not even in labor? Now you have to wake up and you have to face the music and you have to have the hard conversations. Some of these ladies drove 45-plus minutes. All of our children are awake, sorry. Anyways, 45 plus minutes, some of them drove. And I was like, I'm gonna have to literally tell them to go home because this is gonna be hours still. I mean, obviously I knew I was in labor, my waters had broken. I was experiencing some contractions, um, but they felt like early labor, no pattern, no consistency situation. And I was like, I'm gonna have to wake up and tell these people that I'm not in labor. <laughs> How did you feel during that time while I was napping when they were getting there? What was that like?
1: Um. I don't know. It's a lot different than at the hospital. Because at home, they just kind of do their own thing. Like, you're in the same space, but they do their own thing and, like, set up and stuff. Yeah. And then we just sit there.
0: Just waiting. We're just waiting. <laughs> on me. It's very calm. It is very it's, calm. They're not
1: walking in and out. They're not trying to do stuff on the computers and everything. She has her laptop, but...
0: Hanging out in their fuzzy socks. Yeah. On I the mean, floor.
1: Just hang out. Yeah. So it's... It's a lot different. It's
0: a lot different. It's um, my preferred way, I would assume, for you as well. Oh, yeah.
1: It is now, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> like, we would hope to never have a different way at this point, but obviously, if it came down to it, we'd make the decision that we need to make in order to keep everybody safe and healthy, but, um, yeah, I loved it. Anyways, I woke up, and I was like, yeah, I don't think anything's really happening. I don't really feel like I'm in labor, and... One of the nurses, or not nurses, midwives, was like, how about you go to the bathroom? You probably have to pee. I'm like, yeah, I've been sleeping. I could definitely pee. I'm like, go pee. Have a contraction on the toilet. And I remember asking you to come with me because I knew the last time I had gone to the bathroom, I had that really bad one. It really hurt. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so we went to the bathroom. I sat on it backwards. so You can do my hip squeezes. my favorite. And I waited, had a contraction on the toilet. That one was pretty intense. Um and then came back out, got checked. My mom got there around that time.
1: Your mom had called and asked if there was anything she needed to bring before she got there. And I told her Chick-fil-A ice. So she had stopped. I think she had took a while there. Um, So she had gotten here. right before they closed. Yeah, right before they closed. So she had gotten here and then she sat on the couch, took a couple pictures and then you were on the floor
0: i was yeah and after they checked me they didn't say how far along i was oh they that's right they told me
1: up. they told us though yeah I know. they're like eight or nine centimeters
0: yeah and i had no clue i was sitting there thinking oh it would be cool if i was a five <laughs> 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 I'm like no work and get to a five that, that was like my hope um which would have been, like, active labor at that point. I was, like, hoping for that. I'm, like, hopefully they can just stay and we can just do this thing. And maybe by, like, three or four in the morning we'll have a baby in our arms.
1: Yeah. Because I was thinking, wow, that was quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: was, like, I haven't done anything yet. The fact
0: that I was napping, like, tr- at transition point was in hindsight because I didn't know. But it was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Because that is usually tough. That is tough to get through. And... Yeah, so I didn't know how far along I was. I was just kind of going through it. Then I started feeling the contractions. It wasn't really painful, per se. It was definitely intense. I remember getting to the point where I was like, oh, I, I could definitely get in the tub. That would feel nice. And then I was on the ball, and on my knees, leaning on the ball in the middle of the floor.
1: Because you had said the tub, and then we checked the temperature, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it warm, wasn't enough. warm enough.
0: So they started boiling water, especially knowing what they knew <laughs> so that my mom was boiling water but before that happened my mom literally was talking to me I was eating watermelon I remember that I was having a snack chilling I was talking to her and she was like do you think that it's still gonna be a while like can I go back and say goodnight night to the kids I had to rush out to get to Chick-fil-a in time she was like I didn't say goodnight night to any of them do you think they'll be okay or do you think I should run back really quick and I remember telling her, well, I mean, you can if you want to. I said, it'll probably be a while still, but they'll probably be fine. You're already here. Like, I wouldn't make the trip. Like, Dad was there. The girls were there. Like, every, I think they'll be fine. And thank God she didn't leave. She wouldn't have missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got the tub up to warm enough. Definitely wasn't warm. Definitely wasn't hot.
1: You, you were leaning over the yoga balls. Yoga ball. Um... And then I got to knees the, like, on the ground. Pushing point. And you were saying, I'm going to have this baby on the floor. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and in my head, I was thinking, I've already paid for the birthing tub.
0: We had that tub forever. It felt like yeah. we had it at, like, two months at that point.
1: Yeah. Um. So then once you had said it again, nobody had really done anything. I got in front of you, and I was thinking, she's either going to love me or hate me. But I, loved you. I picked <laughs> you up.
0: I was like, oh, superhuman strength. I'm not a small girly, especially when I'm pregnant. (laughs) Scooped me up off the ground and then got me in the tub. It was fast. Yeah. Very fast. And then I got in the tub and I remember I was like, I was I was like at the point where I was definitely experiencing some intensity and like definitely uncomfortable at that point. And then I remember getting in the tub and I was like, ah, this is nice. And then I felt great. I was excited. I was like, I remember just focusing on my breathing, and I don't even remember pushing. I remember breathing.
1: You were breathing, and then your contractions were going, and then...
0: Yeah, I think I was just letting my body do all the work.
1: Her head started popping out.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. And that was... <laughs> so was... great. <laughs> you were catching. I was catching. Yeah. Your claim so, to okay. fame.
1: <laughs> so, like, my favorite part. Um, head was coming out and i was holding her the entire time as she was coming out mm-hmm. um i didn't know if i should pull on her so i just kind of let you do it on your own uh, i think about three contractions yeah. between pushing her whole body out um but i remember holding her head and i had her like upper back in my hand yeah and she had eyes wide open, just staring at me.
0: It had all the flashlights going, because the room was pretty yeah. dark, which I loved.
1: So I could see her, and I was just in such, like, sh- like a maze of, like, this little baby's under the water, just looking staring. up at me.
0: Oh, and she was so cute. <laughs> She's still um, so cute.
1: So then, like, she came out, and I kept her under the water for a little bit, moved her around so we could position her, and then brought her up.
0: Yeah. That was hard getting like around and over the umbilical cord. Yeah. That was difficult. I remember that. And then I got to hold my sweet baby. And I was blo- I was in shock. Like that that was that it was that easy. I was literally mind blown. How did you feel afterwards? Yeah, like once she was I hard. was
1: great, because I got to put her on my chest. So I did a little skin to skin. and Yeah. Cause I was still, sure part. Pl-
0: I was, I was having a hard time on my mental was just like done at that point. It had progressed so quickly and I just wanted to relax. And they're like, well, we got to push the placenta out. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And everybody was like, I think a little get getting annoyed with me. Not like visibly annoyed. Like everyone was chill and everyone was respectful and nice. But I think everyone was kind of like, okay, let's move this along. I just didn't want to. So I didn't. We got to the bed and they pulled it out of me. (laughs) Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember I had like a tear and they couldn't pull on it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they were just going to get it out through the water, but they didn't want it to rip and then it'd be a problem. Not be able to get it out. They were concerned that there was possible, because my water was so clear. And they were concerned that there might have been blood behind it, like a big issue. Um, And then they pulled it out and everything was fine. Like I probably attribute that to, because the last one, there was a lot of blood remember the first home birth the whole tub was very dark they were like well as long as you can see your legs through the water we count it as safe there's a lot of blood i'm just chilling in a yeah i remember
1: this time was very it's very clear this last time
0: yeah completely clear we have an awesome video um yeah i'm like i feel like i didn't bleed as much because of how easy it was i didn't do any pushing like there was not really any i don't know my uterus felt fine and normal and okay I don't know it was it was interesting it was definitely a crazy experience definitely how I would love to do it in the future like my goal at birth was like of course the birth before like my first home birth like I just wanted to accomplish the home birth I wanted to have the unmedicated situation um and all of that and it was great and I, like, it's the most magical experience at that point. And then this last time, I was like, I would really love... Not even that I was aiming for pain-free, necessarily. I was like, I would love to just enjoy this birth. Like, really wholeheartedly enjoy it. Like, all the way through. And I did. I'm like, I don't know. Did you enjoy that experience?
1: Oh, yeah. It was definitely the best one.
0: Best one. Best Next one. one's going to be better, right? Mm-hmm. excited?
1: Better with practice, right?
0: Yeah, right? Um, and more education. Inform yourselves, ladies and gents. Anyways... Those are our birth stories, but that last time you didn't really, you didn't really have much to do as far as physical hands-on because I was just chilling. Yeah, we were just hanging out. It was like a vac. We had no kids. It was it was like date night, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> as close as it gets at that point. Um, obviously, we had a baby in our arms by the end of the night, and that was fun. After everybody left, what did you say to me? Remember?
1: Do you want a good job
0: milkshake? Yeah, he went and got me a milkshake at Wawa, and that was awesome. That was well-deserved and very appreciated. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's, a, it's, that's the weird thing, too, about, like, having a home birth, is once everybody leaves, you're not stuck in a room.
0: Yeah, no one comes like back I, and, like, interrupts you. I left
1: the house. I went to a store.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It's unlike anything else that's the way it freaking should be not that it should always be that way it's nice to have access to medical interventions and stuff like that for some people but like if you're able to and you want to heck yeah go for it i wish they were more accessible for people i just
1: i can't explain to people how
0: people think how it's weird. magical it is i know
1: like that's just like the best word i could i could use it is it's
0: literal literally magical Like, I feel like we experienced birth how it was designed that time. How God intended it to be. It was like, it was a very beautiful experience. I felt awesome for weeks. I was like, holy crap. Did Like, I pulled that off. I felt on top of the world for literal weeks. It was awesome. It was like a total high. It felt amazing. Yeah. Good times. And sleeping in your own bed afterwards.
1: My grandma's loved... Hearing the story about it.
0: Oh, Matt told everybody for weeks. I caught the baby. I caught the baby.
1: <laughs> I had I had family members are like, that's weird. I can't believe you do that. That's gross. Blah blah blah. And then I had other family members are like, that's so awesome.
0: Which how is it gross? Versus a stranger catching your baby. I don't know. <laughs> are they scared of vaginas? You obviously have to touch it to have one. <laughs> Anyways, that's not true. My yeah, brother and sister and each. I guess that's true. True. For us, for most people, you do have to do that. I'm like the same hormones that get baby in, get baby out. In case anybody didn't know that, like the more relaxed and comfortable and loved you feel during your birth experience, the easier it is on your body because your body starts producing those hormones that start the contractions and all the things. And it's like if you can provide that for your partner, a safe place. Of like feeling loved feeling supported all those things like that's the goal that day and that could look like anything right the way that I like to be supported is not the way that everybody else likes to be supported but I think creating that like dynamic even though you weren't like that hands on this last time I definitely felt the safest and most supported and like I knew that you would be there for anything that I needed I was just like
1: I was prepared
0: yeah oh yeah we were both prepared more than ever in the past it was fun it's a good time
1: rather have to the get. education not need it then need it not have it
0: for sure oh yeah 100% no truer words Matt good advice um okay anything you want to tell to the daddies out there listening the daddies to be.
1: um Just that you have to be supportive through the whole prenatal experience, not just the delivery room. Um, And afterwards, if your girl's in diapers, you're changing the diapers.
0: (laughs) Wise words. I love that. Yeah. Supporting her throughout the journey, I think, is incredibly important because it all leads up to that day, right? Like, all the work you do throughout that entire pregnancy experience, all the appointments, everything you learn about your pregnancy through the different tests and just living life together especially if you're it's it's your first baby and you've never experienced something like this i think having open communication right that's a big one yeah well for any relationship at any point but definitely during your pregnancy journey just being attentive and listening to her wants and needs and trying to meet them as best as you can right i feel like that's what you do and i appreciate it (laughs) i love you
1: I love you. (laughs) All
0: right, that's all, right? Anything else? I don't think so. I think that's good. We have something fun coming, guys. We are going to be doing a workshop where we are going to come together and chat with couples in about a week next Friday. And we're going to teach you guys how to do this work together and how to be on the same page and how to best work as a team that day. So we'll hang out on Friday. If you want to join us, the link to join will be in the show notes for you. And we're looking forward to it, right?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be in front of the camera.
0: Oh, yeah. Matt's first time. <laughs> this is your first time doing really anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff.
1: Usually have a little one-liner here or there while you're live. But oh, yeah, yeah. Those that's are, about they it. always
0: make me giggle. I'm like, stop derailing me. <laughs> Anyways, we'll have a blast. I think I'll have a place where they can put questions in advance so we can have a q a at the end would you like that
1: yeah that'd be helpful
0: yeah i think that'd be cool all right we'll do a little panel at the end after we educate i'm excited you too? yeah all right guys till next time drink some water take a nap happy prepping